welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. What you got to talk about, Mr. Patterson? Nothing anymore. You hit record. Oh, damn it. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. Man, the, the guy sitting next to me, Mr. Patterson. I'm not sitting I'm across from you, bro. I know. That's why I'm telling you about the guy that's sitting next to me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because you're, you're directly across from him, and you need to know about him. I think you're confused. I'm not. He's the guy sitting next to me. <laughs> What's cracking, guy sitting next to Marty? His name is Montez. Collins. <laughs> Montez oh, <no. laughs> Collins. <laughs> I was gonna have you say what's up. <laughs> oh, boy, so so Montez is a customer of mine. Put that out there. That way, you know, there's no um and I have been intrigued every time Montez comes by to grab something. I've even said multiple times to DJ about you. I think you're a really cool dude. Uh I think this is gonna be a super fun episode. And I'm really excited. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. This yeah, is a live yeah. one. Yeah. He's actually in the in the live in studio. studio. That's right. <laughs> professional here, isn't it? That's awesome. Super professional, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So talk to us about this beer you got us. Because you sent me a text. You were in Denver. It was 420-ish. It was April 20th. I didn't answer my phone. I have 420. You were absolutely You were busy <laughs> partaking. <laughs> <laughs> he was just in Colorado, not partaking, huh? I was, uh, I was editing videos, is what I was doing. Very creative task you were doing there, Marty. Very creative. I had to get my creative hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a stout. Ten fifty. Not fifty. Ten fifty. And you can smell the bourbon. Oh boy. I have something to do after this. Like, <laughs> tell, us, tell us where you were. Tell us about this beer. Why'd you pick it? Cheers. 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 Thanks. The community. Well, I was in uh, Colorado for 420. Went to see a concert. Method Man. What'd you see? Um, Method Man, Red Man, uh, 420. I mean, uh, I said 420 and 311. Oh. <laughs> so Method Man. Red Man. He hasn't been around in a while, has he? Oh, is he still a thing? Yeah. It's I just mean, like I haven't heard anything from him. It's not a lot because you listen to the mainstream. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Hardcore. You know, part of the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never was a huge, massive fan anyway, so maybe that's why I don't follow him. I, I don't follow him, but I know he's not mainstream, but he's still relevant. Right, right. He still comes out with stuff? No, I don't think he's okay, come well out with something I mean. in a long yeah. time. Okay. But, I mean... So, so Method Man, who else? Red Man and 311. And there was a few other band, reggae bands there also, which were pretty good. But the main thing was I wanted to see Method Man, Red Man, my brother-in-law. They, they wanted to see 311. So he's a big 311 fan. Wasn't there some other people there? Yeah, the day before, um, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube was there. Oh, yeah. That we, 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 we wanted yeah, that to see that been one. Fun. That would have been fun. Yeah, but we couldn't get tickets for that. Didn't Snoop come to Tulsa recently? Mm. He did. Yeah. He came to Tulsa and he had this uh, uh, after-hours party at Roosevelt's. 
and we were going to go to it because, you know, he's DJing at Roosevelt's that night. But I didn't realize he had to actually register, and they sold out super quick. So we had a concert, and then he went and DJed, right? Did you hear about that? I heard about I that, think yes. he, I think he went and DJed at um, Roosevelt's, which is like a small, super small venue. He could have, I mean. But it's all about, it's like when I randomly met. How much did they pay oh, you? Oh, that was you. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> wow. No, I was about to say, no, it's the same as when I met, like, and it was like to get 50 Cent to come in. Remember you? You knew somebody? Wasn't that you? I don't think that was me. That wasn't you? Mm-mm. It was somebody else? Different black guy, Marty. Different right. black guy, yeah. They said we all look alike, but it's yeah. okay. They do say that. <laughs> I mean, but it's been a couple years. That's why I'm, I'm foggy. I had a couple beers since then. A couple beers, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was somebody knew 50 Cent that wanted to come out and do different things to promote his new, was it Effin? Is that his uh, vodka? Oh, he does have vodka, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And it was all about setting up with, um, I got connected uh, with a major liquor distributor, um, and that's th- that was a big deal. And so it was probably something similar to that way. Like mm. He was there to promote something for somebody. Like, yeah, okay. Why would he go to Roosevelt's? Roosevelt's. Like, I mean, that's I mean, in to- yeah. that's a small venue. So it's not even a venue. It's, it's, it's a little, a, yeah. it's not a venue at all. Yeah. Right. All right. So where were you, though, exactly? Uh, we were, uh, well, we went to the 420 concert. I'm, I'm trying to remember in where. In Denver? We, in Denver. No, it was actually, uh, like at Red the Red Rocks. Rocks. Okay, it was yeah. at the Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Where's that? Yes. It's like outskirts of Denver or what? Yes. Okay. It's outskirts of Denver. And, and it's just sitting right in the cliffs of the mountain. It's a natural, uh, oh, what are those called? Uh, amphitheater. It's yes. a natural it's amphitheater. Amph- so the rocks do all the amphitheater. Yeah, it's, it's awesome sound. If you've never been, you need to go. Well, I'm going to Colorado next or in two weeks. My wife, check it out. Yeah, they always have concerts going on, so you might want to check it out. Okay, I should start planning for my trip in two weeks. Yes, <laughs> the Red Rocks. If, if <laughs> once you go to the Red Rocks, you you'll never want to listen to anything else again anywhere else. Oh, it's that good. Yes. Yeah, I've I've only seen it's that good. I've it's never that good. Been and listened to Are you it. just you just say like, or is it just like incredible? It's, it's that good. It's incredible, incredibly good. Now gotcha. the benches are just made out of the rock, right? Concrete. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's concrete. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, you mostly everybody. When I've seen, they're just sitting like there's no. It's not cushiony by any means. No, it's not like I mean, a theater. You might need your biker biker shorts, Marty. Right. Well, butt pad. We, yeah, you will, because you couldn't wear your fucking spandex. There's no way. I couldn't wear those in Denver? No. It's a very creative. I mean, you could, but. <laughs> 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 There's a lot going on in Denver. Yeah, see, I could wear them. <laughs> yeah, but we took blankets and cushions and stuff like that um, to set on. But um, general mission general mission tickets, I mean, you can get as close as you want to the stage. I mean, you could be, what, 10 feet from the stage with general missions. Wow. So as long as you get there early, you can you can set where you want. I need some uh, some nuts with this. You chocolate. want some nuts, huh? Very Salty good. Nuts, according to last last week's podcast. Yeah, you do like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like planting those planters, salty nuts in your mouth, don't you? All right. So you were up there for the concert. You sent me a text, and I'm like, uh, hell yeah, you got to bring me back some of that. So tell us tell us about the beer. Um, you said it's only released once a year. Osaka, oh, Oscar Blues is the name of the brewery we went mm-hmm. to. We usually, every time we go, we hit a couple breweries, and um, Oscar Blues is one of the ones we go to every year. We have some friends that um, really, uh, they go specifically for the release of the um, 
of the um, the beer. Um, Jai Vanilla 1050 is what 50. it's called. It's not 50. 50, not 50. 50. 50. Um, barrel aged stovepipe, Jai Vanilla 1050, Imperial Stout, aged in uh, bourbon barrels with coffee and vanilla. So you're a stout guy that you go to? You, you like stout a lot? Not really. Okay. Not really. We just go every year. And gotcha. I usually drink uh, craft beer when I go a lot. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm more of a bourbon guy. Okay, 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 okay. Um, but what's your what's your go to bourbon? Um, my go to bourbon is Twelve Year Weller. Hmm. Never had. It. Never heard of it. Well, Weller is a brand, so it's just yes. a. Oh, gotcha. Marinated in a sense, they're aged for twelve years. Well, basically, the the, the Twelve Year Weller, from my research, is the pappy that didn't make the cut. Basically, Pappy Van Winkle. So that's some of the Translate most. Translate that. <laughs> Pappy is some of the most sought after bourbon on the market, if you can find it. Um, mm. Generally, the I mean, the retail is pretty cheap if you can find it in the store, but on a secondary market, I mean, it's quadruple the price of uh, what you would normally pay in a liquor store or whatever. So, but this beer is um, released once a year on 420. Um, and I was thinking of Marty because of the podcast and all the different types of beers these guys like to try. So I figure I'd give him a call and yeah. see if he wanted to try something. Yeah, it's, it's I'm nice, very grateful nice that to have did. something. Uh, that's community for you. That's right. right that's right. <laughs> that means you got a drink. <laughs> So, Bourbon Fan, did you stop by, did you get a chance to go into High Spirits, which is a craft uh, distillery there? No, we didn't stop there. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the, uh, uh, man, it starts with an S. Stowman's or Strowman's or something, bourbon. It's a Colorado bourbon. Um, we stopped there, and we had some drinks there. And uh, we stopped actually to another bar or a brewery. Um, it was more of a, a rock brewery, um, heavy metal. Um, if you played anything else besides heavy, heavy metal, they were <laughs> turning off. Really? Yes. Like on the jukebox? Yes. So you play some rap, and they're just like, that's I, it. I didn't. It was, a, didn't it was a totally different crowd. Hey, so listen, okay, so we went, where were we at? We were in Vegas. Okay, we were in Vegas. and No, that, oh, yeah, okay. And at Ronnie. Okay, that's right. So that we were like bar hopping, but this chit. No, we were at uh, what's that Mexican restaurant? We went to the Mexican restaurant in Vegas, um, and some chick at the other table was like, "Whoa, hey, could I have like my friend really likes your friend? Can can they? Eat? You don't remember the story? When that chick picked me up? Yes, the chick picked you up in the that restaurant. Was in Vegas. What was that, that was at? Orlando for Mobile Tech. Okay, Orlando Mobile Tech. And first yeah, of all, that was the best. first of all, I was like, like I was like, how in the hell did some chick and she wasn't bad at no, all. I mean, yeah, she I was like, hell yeah. I'm I was like, what's the catch? Like, no offense, too. Marty, but yeah. it was just like, what's the catch here? So the friend comes over and does the whole, you know, little girl thing. Like, oh, my friend thinks you're cute, blah, blah, blah. And they just change numbers and so forth. So we go. Marty's on a mission now. He's like, yeah, I'm on a mission. I mean, he's like, the, he's like a dog, just like ready to go. Well, so, blame me? No, no, no. <laughs> right. so now who am I with is me. Who, I'm, who am I with? where you're going in the story the fact that i'm asking how when he walked into this bar the end question you're making me skip to it is did you feel like when you walked in everyone just like stopped and stared at you actually no okay 
We so went to this we place. Went, we went to, yeah, it was just and I some just was other, like, like, bar. Like, yeah, and it was... There was no rap music. It was all old white people. And I walked in like, like oh... 40s to 50s to 60-year-old man. white people. But I was yeah. there for my boy, because I, I have community. because yeah, you have community. That's right. But, but this was in the middle of the day. Now, if it was probably about <laughs> midnight, mm -hmm. 10, 11 o'clock, mm, I would probably left. Oh, we did eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah no, uh... They found out I was not from. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> that like was over. Everything was good. It was I great. Went down, we hung out, and it was like, oh, you're not from Orlando? It was like, nope. It was like, oh. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Shot down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. But I thought you were talking about the time we went to that heavy metal bar. No, that was fun. For you. I didn't. I would really. That, oh no, I didn't like it at all. Seriously, I, I don't like heavy metal. That was I me, you, Ronnie, and Jen. That was yeah. a, that was a good ass time. Okay. Yeah, but we had a great time there. We had a twenty six beer flight. Wow. Yes, we lined them all up on the table, and it was probably gotten warm by the end. It was five of us nah. that that shared twenty six. It, it was about the size of this table. Twenty six uh, flights for five people. Yeah. Not twenty six flights. Or five or, or twenty six different beers. Twenty six different beers. Different beers. Yeah, Inclu yeah, twenty six yeah. different beers. It was a flight, but it had twenty six beers in the flight. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So five people drinking twenty six beers. Yes. Yeah, I could. Okay. Yes, it was a good time. I could see that would be a very good time. Really good time. I could definitely. Uh, so one of the questions I was going to ask, um, thinking we, we've got a couple different topics we're going to get into, but. The reason when you sent me that about you know is I thought you know you <laughs> I took I mean you get a text message from a customer like hey it's, I'm up in Denver for 420 I'm like oh cool you know right like naturally go somewhere with that train of thought process oh, yeah 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 <laughs> I agree yeah and then you're like well no, I'm talking about the beer it's like oh uh, uh, yeah of course but the thought has really crossed my mind lately. And I wanted to dive into this question I just thought of a little bit ago as I was driving back over um, about anxiety and how do you guys cope or handle anxiety because as small business owners, as somebody who details, you know, you've got customers, you've got, you know, not, it's not just handling the customers, you've got products, you've got, I mean, everything that it takes to go into detailing a car creates some stress and anxiety, especially, I would say, <laughs> canceling customers or customers that push back. Like, it's a whole scheduling thing. It can create a lot of stress and anxiety. I wanted to know from you guys, just quick, right off the bat, one-liner, one what do you guys do for stress and anxiety to help yourself? Mm. Well, I, I can honestly say I don't get a lot of anxiety. I get um, maybe here and there if I can't get a product or something, but. Not for me, of course. I was going right? to say because yeah. Marty's not in the shop. <laughs> I think I've seen you a couple times. Okay. Yeah, he's waiting on I, me. I, I, I realized when I saw your car, I was like, <laughs> I've already he met threw you that before. That's a jab. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stressed. It's just when I need a okay, product. Okay, so and I'm always like, just, I'm always running. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can help you. Uh, right. Hey, Marty, can take a car to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. But generally, honestly, I usually don't get that stressed out or have a lot of anxiety about it. Um, um, if I do, I mean, if I can't get something, I'll try to substitute. If if I know I can't ceramic coat a vehicle or something like that, I either might cancel or mm -hmm. I might give my customer a different so, option. So low anxiety, low stress for you. Yes. DJ? Oh. 
I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm high, high anxiety, high stress. Um, but I, I've just gotten more and more into fitness. So that's kind of a release to me is getting up early in the morning before anything, not checking my email, no text messages, anything until I get to the office and then, then I'll put out fires. But before that, I need to ease into the day because I'm so used to just getting up. The first time someone texts me, I got to respond to it. And it just goes into this nasty cycle. Of I'm trying to get the kids to school. I'm yelling at them because I'm in a bad mood because one of my employees did this or that or whatever, you know. So right. I get into to fitness now where I, you know, I go, you know, get up, you know, work out and just try to ease into the day opposed to just jumping right into whatever the demand is in the day. So your morning routine is what helps you with anxiety. Uh, I don't say I didn't say that. Well, yes, I have anxiety sometimes in certain situations, but it's not an it's, it's not an everyday diagnosis where I'm just I have anxiety. There's certain times in business where you get anxiety because certain situations, you know, bring that upon you. But it's more of a natural anxiety here and there versus where someone would have. So you get a phone call that you don't know or you do know it's a customer or you don't know if it's a customer. You don't have a moment of. <gasps> oh, yeah. Anxi- yeah, that's. Ang- yes, exactly. Like I just said. I get anxiety organically, but some people are have anxiety like they just have anxiety, like it's mm-hmm. a diagnosis. Right. I'm, I'm I'm differentiating the two. I don't have anxiety. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Anxiety in business. Okay. Yes. That's what I cool. was meaning. Gotcha. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm in a mind. So so I I try to stay in a mind space to where I can just I deal with the problem and I, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Like that's it. And I kind of cast. I mean, I you know I believe I have a relationship with, you know, with Jesus and, and so forth too. So I always have that source that I can, you know, just, I give it all to him. Like if I can't do anything, then, then I just, right. I Amen. just give it up to him. You know so, what I mean? So you deal with anxiety because not that you're being diagnosed with as being, sorry, I, anxiety, I, I, maybe you answered the ask question wrong, business, maybe I answered it wrong, but in business <laughs> you have anxiety, right? Yes, absolutely. I do everybody like, so you handle it with exercise and with, Call it prayer, yeah. or we yeah. can say meditation. Sure. Something like that. Okay. Now, I will say this. I have more anxiety with my regular job than with detailing. Oh. <laughs> so let's hear about it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that's a gr- great point. So tell us. Uh, I was going to do that first and then hop into your story. So that's a great time. Tell us, because I was really, really hoping that you would wear the hat. <laughs> I really, and I almost sent you a text. I said, like, man, dude, please wear, like, I really, do you ever, like, just throw it on? Just no, it's, nobody wears. Have to put it on. Just no, you we don't, don't wear, wear it any other I dress regular, in regular clothes. All right, so tell us, tell us your story. Tell us who you are, what you do, all that stuff. Montez Collins. I'm originally from uh, Maryland, the eastern shore of Maryland, uh, which is about uh, two hours south of Baltimore across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Um I moved to Oklahoma in 2007. Um, I transferred out here with my job, actually. I work for the railroad. I'm a train conductor, and I detail on the side. How uh, long have you been tra- train conducting? I've been 13 years. Did you love the song? Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> what was that back in the day? Uh, I don't know. Come ride his train. Come on, yeah, come on ride his train. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, nobody. Choo, choo. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's going in the intro. Like that song. Train, that song is going in the train, intro. Train. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 
I remember that. That's funny. <laughs> so you don't ever throw the hat on and like turn on the music, be like, "Hey, baby, come on." No. No, uh, I don't have a hat. <laughs> you hesitated because a story, <laughs> a story hit his mind. He's like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, uh, it did. Yes, no. it did." They call them foamers. <laughs> What? Huh? They call them foamers. That's what the hat's called? No. Like, people that want to, like, so, working good. on the railroad, you ride down the tracks, you see people taking pictures and all this kind of stuff, the same people all the time, and what? and want to wave and all this kind of stuff. We call what? them foamers. And like your own fan club? Yes. What? Hell yeah. Yes, for real. Are they in, like, the middle of nowhere? Yes, <laughs> they are. Oh, They're yeah, everywhere. They nothing better to do. They take pictures and videos, and I mean, some of them wear the ra- the train hats and everything. We don't actually wear railroad hats. That's that's oh, like really? that's like eighty years ago type of stuff. Oh, that's something <laughs> they should definitely continue. Yeah. Now maybe I might put one on at the house when mm-hmm. I'm with my wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're getting at, yeah. Uh, but besides that, uh, no. But um. Been with the railroad for 13 years, and I detailed started, them side. Huh? Started doing, I mean, and what's the railroad? Like, what does that mean? I'm with the railroad. Um, I'm a train conductor. Um, I go from uh, basically f- uh, from point A to point B, which is from Tulsa to Fort Scott, Kansas, uh, Tulsa to Medill, Oklahoma, or Tulsa to Springfield, uh, Missouri is the routes we go. All right, so I've got the question, which is I'm going to chase a rabbit here. So what – People, so what I think of a train conductor is you, you're just sitting in there and everything just does its own thing. How much work is involved with your position? <laughs> I know you're laughing because you get the question all the time, probably, but seriously, um, what more is there to do? The train's on the track and you just go, right? Well, there's there's train traffic just like car traffic. Um, there's so you, you, can, you have to avoid accidents. Yes, um, not as much as cars, but if you have an accident on the railroad, it's it's bad. It's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Yeah. It, it costs a lot, and most most a lot of times people die. Um, it's um, like I said, we had train traffic. We have stoplights in cars, and we basically have stoplights on the train tracks, but they're called signals, and that governor our speeds and things that we can do and all that kind of stuff. But it's the engineer and the conductor. Mm-hmm. The engineer. Drives a train practically, and a conductor is basically if there's work to do, like setting out cars at industries and stuff. That's what I do, and we both keep an eye on the work that we do as far as we going down the tracks and making sure we're going the right speeds and following all the rules. Huh. What got you into that? Like, why? Like, what'd you start when you decided to work for the railroad? Like. Well, I started working for the railroad. I was a correctional officer before that for approximately nine years in, in Missouri. And uh, a few of the guys had, was getting on the railroad. I heard from my, at the time, father-in-law that the railroad was a great job. He used to be a clerk for the rail, railroad um, years before that. And um, some few guys got hired on, and it's usually very hard to get hired on at the railroad. <clears throat> because... So, it's a lot of not. A, it's not a lot of turnover. Um, back in the day, it was if you didn't have family or know someone that worked at the railroad, you didn't get hired on on the railroad. Wow. So it's 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 still it's it's easier now to get on, but it's still kind of hard um, to get on. And I didn't realize how the rail railroad is almost kind of not thought of anymore as an industry, right? I, mean, I don't really hear anybody that goes, "Oh yeah." I just railroad. get pissed off the trains. 
can cross in the track, and I got to be at work. But it's still a major way of moving. Yes. And the, the reason why I said that about millions, so I have a buddy, uh, Randall. I think you've met Randall Fry. Maybe. I don't know if you have. Uh, you have, but anyway, he's a buddy that actually used to help me as a mobile detailer. Mm -hmm. We both graduated college around the same time. He went off and did some mission work. When he came back, I had started my mobile detailing business. He needed a job, and he worked for me for a while. Did I? You've met him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I have met yeah. him. Yep. Um, he's my kid's godfather. Okay. Because they couldn't have kids, and we said. You didn't know me at the time. I get it. And I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You were like Makes sense. 18, yeah. so you're not going to be a godfather at 18. Whatever, dude. I'm it's sorry. fine. I'm not. No hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Montez, ask me who uh, my kid's godparent is. Who's my your godparent? Uh, Marty. Yeah. The best Marty. ever. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. You know, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Best ever. <laughs> Mr. Marty. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Ellis will do that. But so he, he's bounced around jobs and... One job he had for a couple of years, he worked for a, I think it was for an insurance company. No, 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 not, not the insurance company. He worked for the uh, the company that goes out, and when there is a wreck, they have the cranes that go and lift up the train. The Holter. Holter or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, something like And he always has to work with the insurance companies, and he has to, like, and he said, listen, never break the, if the, if the, Arms are down. He said, never go through it. He said, if you cause a train to derail and, and wreck, millions of you get sued from not only the company, then the, then the people that did the work. And he said, then the people that lost all their inventory, he's like, never cross the train tracks. Just let the train, like, just wait. He said, because people have done it and caused issues, and their lives will never be the same. Wow. They got, they got destroyed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, if the... If the, if the Crossing gates are down, don't cross. I mean, some people like to try to beat the trains. Um, trains are deceptively fast. Um, you might think they're moving at a slow speed, but sometimes they're not. Mm. And uh, some people are trying to beat them, and it's not good. Have you been in, a, in an issue? Yes. Really? Yes, I have. Um, I don't know if I could talk about it, well, or not, but yeah. uh, but I have been in a few things with the railroad as far as hitting people and stuff like that. Your trains um, hit a car. Uh, ran over a person before. Oh. Yeah. 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 So besides that, um, I, we've hit cars before, um, and there are some people that has hit people and uh, things like that. But it's because the railroad. I mean, trains go straight. That's we, it. Uh, yeah. We can't and swerve. Slow down. Yeah, yeah, there's no going yeah. around it. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yes, it's not. We can stop in 10 feet. It's usually might take, sometimes it might take a mile for that train to stop. Wow. Yeah, after you hit somebody. It depends on how fast you're going. But besides that, I mean, it's a great job. Um, the, um, the railroad retirement is some of the best in the States. Hmm. I mean, period. Um, it's a great job. Um, I, but I love detailing. I don't have to detail, but I love detailing. So what got you in? I mean, so you you you've detailed the whole time on the side, or you just randomly decided you wanted to, or how how'd that work out? I've been detailing for approximately thirty years. I started when I was probably fourteen um, with my older, well, my second to the oldest brother. My mom had five boys. I'm the I'm in the middle. So you've been detailing for thirty years? Yes. Um, what year was that? 
Uh, that was I don't uh, know. 1980. So <laughs> that was 1989. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you born? Yeah. Touche, touche. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome. What got you? In, I mean, did you just pick up a sponge and start? Or what got nope. you into it? My brother used to detail. My my second oldest brother on the weekends. Um, he used to detail and. Um, he pretty much had the whole town a lot. I lived in a small town called Crisfield, Maryland, known as the crab capital of the world. And uh, crap or crack? Crab. No crab. crab. Okay, both. La- yeah. Okay, La- yeah. blue crab. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so it's kind of the accent sometimes being from the Eastern Shore. And yeah, 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 yeah. Moving around. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, my that. bad, my bad. Go so ahead. So what do you think okay. of what do you think of the wonderful crab meat that we have here? Uh, <laughs> not good. <laughs> Yeah. It's like two days old from the Yeah. Yeah. But um I started fourteen. My brother um was detailing and I used to help him on the weekends. Um and uh, he was a great detailer, learned a lot from him. Um over the years I could cont- once I got older I continued to do it on the side myself. Um I moved away back in moved from Maryland. After I graduated, and I graduated in 93, and I moved to Tennessee in 94. High school in 93? Yes, I graduated high school in 93. I went to college to play soccer in in uh, 94, excuse me, and uh, moved to Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee. Um, started detailing on the side, the way to make extra money there, because that's what I knew. Um, you were playing... Soccer for who? I was uh, for Lee University. It was Lee College at the time. But um, got there and first time away from home, uh, really. And it was a private Christian college, actually. And um, <clears throat> a lot going on at a private Christian college, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> so Tell me more. <laughs> I will say that um, I probably was in school for probably maybe a year and a half and Got hooked up in the scene, and first time I went from home, partying and stuff, and didn't finish. I can't relate. Uh, <laughs> didn't finish, <laughs> but uh, I was detailed on the side, moved back home, um, still detailed. Um, I got so a job. What does that mean? You just randomly would get cars, or you actually went out and, and solicited to get it? Like, good good how, question. How, good how question. I actually, I mean, the people I knew – um, would want car details, um, and they would get me to do them. Um, then I got a regular job as a correction officer, and then I would talk to the people uh, at the correction facility. Hey, I detail cars. I would detail their cars, and then I really wouldn't advertise, but it was word of mouth. I've always been word of mouth, uh, pretty much, and detailed then, um, after that, um, 2000 and let me see, I left Maryland in 2003, moved to Missouri, <clears throat> and um, I was a correction officer in Missouri also, and I was detailing there on the side also because I took like a like a twenty thousand dollar pay cut moving from Maryland to Missouri in a correction field, and um, so I was detailing on the side also, and that was pretty much me. Meeting people, I detail cars, 
and is that the top of your brain there every time like that was something like you were you you were actively looking to yes okay gotcha you're prospecting yes okay i knew that that's what i know detailing cars on the side you know that was extra money for me versus going to work at mcdonald's or something like that now I did work at a KFC because it humbled me just because I always said I would never work at a fast food restaurant. I worked like three jobs and I detailed on the side. Um, then um, I was there in 2003, got on the railroad 2006. What was the first job uh, at the railroad? I was working in the yard um, in Blahville. Well, working in the yard in, in the Blyville. yard, Marty, in the yard. yard. <laughs> work, work, in the working yard, in the bro. yard means uh, hey, you're dude. switching out cars, you're building trains for. Um, loading, no, we're not loading or unloading. We're going to industries and getting cars. We're actually building the train. So when you see these 5,000, 7,000 foot trains, it's because the yard guys build those trains and make them that long so they can get out. Building meaning. Uh, putting them together, basically, in layman's terms. So, like here in Tulsa, they you guys have. Use, like, cran- How do you get the damn things on the, tra- on the yeah, track? Yeah, cranes. Uh, they're not. Uh, well, they're, they come in. There's train tracks everywhere, all through the U.S. So, in Tulsa, we have a hump yard, which is gravity. Um, it's, a, it's a gravity yard where the, the train, we pull out a train and we back it down and it goes down a hill, basically. So, and then the, the cars go into different tracks. So, so when you say build, you mean basically you, you put know, them together. Put, put them, them together. together with the, I'm thinking yeah. building. Yes. Not, no, you're not hammer and nail build. Like I'm like, no. man, that's no. crazy. No, we don't Welding do we don't do nothing yes. like that. Nail, but you know what I mean, like right. You're packing them, so to speak, and putting the cars together. Yes, we're putting the cars together yeah. so a crew can come and take the train where it needs yeah. to go, the concepts where it needs to go. So have you been to the? Is it Memphis? What's that big, huge? I'm pretty sure it's Memphis massive and when i when you said how do you put them together like i remember there's this massive one i'm pretty sure it's memphis out that way and there's these gigantic cranes and they're moving them from all the way over to and it's the big it's the big boxes and they're loading them onto the the trains so i think they have that in memphis i used to work in i worked into memphis a few times um on the railroad um that are we call them stack trains some old school guys call them piggyback um um, trains, um, you see them a lot coming through Tulsa, but we don't do that. Uh, some some facilities, some fa- fr- some facilities do that, but we don't do that in Tulsa. We might get on one of those trains and take them to the next um, destination, um, but we don't actually do that here in Tulsa. Um, but <clears throat> so 2000 and uh, what was it? 2006, I moved here. Um, transferred with my job because I got furloughed with the railroad in two. Um, let me see, two thousand and no, two thousand seven. I moved here. I hired out two thousand six. Moved here two thousand seven because I got re- um, furloughed in Blyville, Arkansas, where I used to work, <clears throat> which means I got laid off. Okay. That's Thank so. you. I, I you know what? For the, I, I was yeah. I was gonna. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna Google that later because I don't want to sound stupid right now. <laughs> Me too. It's a fancy way of saying I got laid off. I got laid off. I like that. No, that's good. Yes, I like that. So they call it furloughing. My ass fired. I didn't get furloughed. Yeah. They say that because they want to make it feel like it's less of a. Yeah, I get. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) So um. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You did. Well, when did you get fired from? (laughs) My last job. 
Did they really? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Were you on your day off? No. Oh, we're talking about that. Yeah. Wow. He, For he, fucking he, what? Yeah, it was it was rough. He just I don't know, man. He, he was in a rough that, that, spot. That sounds like something that. Me of a lot of that like, sounds like took something. Took my that. phone, took a laptop, like. That's yeah. There, that like, sound that sounds like that. Like, uh, what? I yeah. I mean, we're working with him. He's yeah. That that sounds about right. You missed a contribute to Friday getting fired on your day off. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <Right. laughs> Dang. Uh, boy. But moved out here '06. I mean '07, and uh, started with the railroad here. And from then, um, it was I would detail guys' cars that I worked with, and from there. Uh, my wife now, she works for Conical Phillips, and she would put it on their uh, like a, sort of like an advertisement board. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, and I started a Facebook, smart. my Facebook page, um, like new car detailing. But um, from there, from detailing friends that I work with to her friends, now. Um, it's just, I don't advertise because I can't advertise because of my work schedule, because I'm on call all the time. Um, with that being said, um, being on call all the time, it's with my customers. I have to pick when I'm off of work, I detail cars. I might get off of work at seven o'clock in the morning and I got to detail at nine and I go and detail a car. Um, but it's what I love in life. Right, it's not work if you love it, right? Exactly. That's true. And um, I love detailing, and I don't have to detail because my job pays. I I, I mean, I pay make pretty well at yeah. my regular job, but I love detailing. I love the reaction of my customers when I, was I take the say, first back. Cool. That's what I was gonna say. What's, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. What is it about detailing that you love? And yes. It's it's, it's a, the fact that you can produce something that's. Amazing, and that's always been the thing. That's always been the thing for the me. Customer reaction. The customer yeah. reaction. That's for amazing, me isn't it? Is is it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's not the money because I'm not the highest. I'm not the cheapest. Could I charge more for what I do? Sure. Yes, I could. Sure. But I don't because I want people to get the best for their money, um, whatever they can afford, and and get a great detail. Some people are expensive, and but. I'm that guy that you can probably get an expensive detail for maybe half the price or something, but I enjoy detailing. That's a, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's going to open up a lot. (laughs) That makes sense though. But for some, uh, uh, for some professional detailers, they could look at that. So it's great to hear that from your perspective because there's some guys that just undercut like crazy, but this is something, in, and I'm all about it. Like it's, it's a passion that you have. Some guys, you're saying some guys that do it on the side. Clarify what you mean. Yes. For like, yeah. There's a lot of yes. guys that do it on the side and will just undercut to get some little side cash. Uh-huh. And you're saying from a professional aspect, right? It can create a little bit of right. I don't issues. do, but I don't do that. Uh, that's not my thing. My thing is, if I've been offered from people to go into business with, I've been offered from people who will open up a shop for me, I don't have time to do that. Um, so for me, um, like I said, it's strictly uh, word of mouth for me. Mm-hmm. I don't advertise. I have a Facebook page. I post pictures. 
and that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't advertise whatsoever. I get people I don't You're know. You're not competing with other detailers trying to you know no. take business. No, and, and I do grow not do that. Grind. You're, no, it's a passion of yours. You make good money. You make decent money doing it. Whatever. It, I make great money doing it. Yeah, and I'm 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 busy. Like yeah. I could detail every day if I actually wanted to. That's amazing. I can't because. My bread and butter is a railroad. It's cool to see that you have that much passion. That, I mean, that's 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 pretty cool. Yes, it really is. Yep. So hundred percent. Hundred percent. Speaking like speaking 50, of hundred. Fifty. Ten fifty. All right. So let's talk about this barrel aged Oscar Blues Brewery Imperial Stout. Did you get it because it was aged in bourbon barrels? Have you traditionally drinking beer that is aged in bourbon since you like bourbon? No. This is the first one. Besides last year. <laughs> Besides the same beer last year. Yes. It's oh. the only barrel aged you've ever had. Yes. I generally don't drink dark stout. I usually, actually, to be honest, like the taste of beer, I really don't like the taste of beer. So you don't I, drink beer at all? I do. Michelob Ultra with a lime. <laughs> oh, Marty's best friend. Community. Marty's best. Community. I'll stay out of that cheers. That's Marty's best friend right there. That's funny. What about lime cactus? <laughs> then you don't have to put the that, lime in. That's good also. But, I love lime cactus. But I like the fresh lime. That's true. Too. It's, it's, it's a different. Oh, it's, it's totally different. You, you love with that. So my water bottle that once I've stopped, started reducing the amount of plastics that I waste. Good job, Marty. Good job. I bought one of these water bottles that keeps it cold, and then I've and I always put a fresh squeezed lime in it. I thought you oh, meant like yes. cactus lime, like you keep no, the beer no. in your there water. Has, there has been beer in that water. Like, you got to be kidding me this whole time. There definitely has been beer in that. But for the most part, uh, I, I always put in. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I put in a little bit of lime. Pull it off. Take a sip. I'm good, man. I, I don't it. want to taste anything Fresh after you. I'm good, man. It Not is. Drinking after yeah. you. Great. So tell me, what do you think? What do you I think it's good. Um, We're not rating, but just, like, what do you think? Uh, tell me about the flavors you got. I mean, I could definitely taste the bourbon uh-huh. yep. in this in this one. Um, I'm not sure. Um, it's just, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I like you it. taste the coffee. I the taste the coffee. The, the, the stout is all there. All the flavors are there. All the flavors all are, there, are yeah. definitely there. It is a it is a powerful beer. It's stout. I will say that. Ah <laughs> uh, man, the coffee, the bourbon. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's strong. It is. You can taste everything. Yeah. You can taste everything. Yeah. It's stronger than uh, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is. You can't even put it in the same category as Michelob <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> Like when you showed sure. it to me and I looked at it, isn't it like a 10% beer? No, it's 12 and a half, uh, 9. 12, 9? You know, I already looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 12, 9. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was high. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can only get it there at the brewery. Yeah. Oscar Blues, they generally have good good beer that I yes. Most of the stuff that they've I've tried from Oscar Blues, I've liked. Yes. But you haven't tried the, the uh, release once a year. Hey. Pack it in, pack it out. This dog will hunt. <laughs> Is that what it says on what there? What a great quote. <laughs> 1050. 1050. 1050. It's not 50, uh, Marty. It's 50. Marty, it's, said, no, you said 1050. Oh, I did? <laughs> yeah, you, did. you sure did, bud. It's 50. Yeah, uh, we know, but it's all right. You're good. You're good. You're good. It is what it is. That's uh, all right, pal. Hey, hey, Montez, 
Do me a favor. Ask DJ. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> ask, ask DJ uh, what color is his wife, and then ask what? him. Where is this going? What his wife said when she said 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so DJ's thing is you have to say a hundred percent, hundred percent, and it's a hundred. And, and ask, go ahead. Yeah. So, so what colors are your wife? My wife is mixed, just like I am. Okay, she's actually Haitian and all kinds of other stuff. Okay, and she said what one hundred percent. The joke is we were in here the <laughs> yeah, other day. Yeah, nice, good, good job, Marty. You asked me the damn and question, was, and Aisha was helping me with some stuff. Aisha does a really good job of like uh, systems and organization, and that's her kind of like her thing in life, right? Yeah, she's um, and so yeah. she was trying to help me because I'm fucking scattered, like everybody <laughs> crazy, like just all over the place. She's like, no, you got to get some like systems. Yeah, man. like yeah. you got to have like was it like core values and i'm like uh i started a chemical company like that's when she told value. me she's meeting with you about that i was like man that's, yeah, gonna, that's gonna be gonna a be fun real. meeting <laughs> we came out with some really good stuff though I, you guys are grinding it out when yeah, i walked there we yeah were out, you but, were. but i said something she goes 100 percent, and i go whoa wait what <laughs> <laughs> what did you say dj get in here <laughs> she said 100 percent instead of dj's 100 she got a spanking man she got a spanking did you wear the train conductor hat? I didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, my wife is white, and she would probably, I, I agree, she would probably say 100%. Yeah, too. they would, yeah. Of yeah. course, of course, yeah. of course. Definitely, most definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> <Just> brother. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, if you're constantly... What's your railroad? Is that a forty-hour? Is that a overtime? Like what? What's your what's your schedule with the railroad? Oh, so you like like sleep and all that stuff? I mean, uh, no, I, I'm on I'm on call all the time. So I'm on. I work the extra board. I'm on call, so I can get call any time tonight, any time today. Wow. And uh, so you don't know what your schedule's like tomorrow. No, yes and no. I can get on the computer and look and try to, and um, I can project when I'm going to possibly get out. Wow. But besides having this, now, I could choose to have a set schedule if I like. Um, working in the yard locally every day, a five-day-a-week job. Um, I, I, I mean, I got pretty good seniority. It's, uh, it is union. So I got pretty good seniority for 13 years, um, but still kind of a youngin in railroad terms hmm. um, with 13 years. But wow. um, besides that, I mean, it's on call all the time and um, not knowing half the time when you're going to go to work. Uh, just like any any job, you know, you got your BS, but besides that. So how long, I mean, how long are your shifts? Um, How many you, hours you, do you work in a week? You can't roughly. Uh, the max I work on the road, so the max you can work is two hundred seventy-six hours. Two hundred seventy-six hours a month. What? A month. Okay, I was like, a what? month divided by four is that's a lot. Well, two hundred eighty would be eight eighty hours a week. So it's four times eighty. So right? no, that's thirty-two. What'd you say? Two hundred seventy-six hours a month is the most you can work. That's four hundred twenty-eight. Is that seven? How many hours a month do you work? I'm sorry. 
276. I've come close to 276, but I've never hit it. So 70 hours a week. That's crazy. But that's being on call, and you could only work 12 hours a day. Sometimes it might be a little longer just because you wait for a relief crew or something like that. But besides that. On average, uh, 60 hours, 50? Uh, could be or more. I mean, it just depends. I get it. The I question s- is, then you're going to detail. Right? Then I'm going to so detail. That's, that's where I'm, I'm going, yes. I'm going to go with. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, give me an average. Fifty hours? Sixty hours? Like I, I say about sixty. I said about sixty a week. Is sixty a week? It could be sixty a week. And, and then how much do you detail? Out, like, I might if I get off like at seven or eight, I detail by myself because I don't think anybody. If I had a helper, even if I trained a helper, just my opinion. I don't think nobody's gonna do as as good of a job yeah, as you're. And you're doing it for a passion, not really. Yes, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, now I'm doing it for a passion, but the money's good like too. The money's good. Yes, I'm. I'm. Mean, I'm not saying I don't. Um, but um, yes, I'll get off of work seven eight o'clock in the morning, and I go and detail a car all day. Hmm. After working twelve hours, thirteen hours, yeah, I, I'll detail a car. After I get done, I try to go home and get a few hours sleep. Uh, sometimes. You know, I might get three or four hours, and I get called back out to go to work. Really? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you love something, that's what you do. But I, l- I love detailing. Um, at some point, I would love to detail full-time. But Would you ever would you ever hire someone, train them up? I know you say you don't want to hire someone because they can't do it as better as you, best as you can, but would you ever – just start a revenue stream that you're not even doing anything, hire someone to go do those things for you and you can't do them? I've thought about it. I've thought about it. But um, I just, for me personally, I, I just, I think people cut corners. Um, I think if you're, you, you're good, if you're good at what you do mm-hmm. and somebody, you're training somebody to do the same job, I think that people would – I just think people would just cut corners because they're not going to have that same passion you do. Yes. Um, Which is a struggle a lot of detailers have with why they would hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a common, very common. It's mm-hmm. very hard to pass that culture and passion yes. down. Yes. Trust me, yes. I, I totally get it. And, and it's and, a struggle. And most people are about money. It's all about the money for them. When, when it's all about the money, I completely, I think it's completely different than the passion. Mm-hmm. And the love of detailing cars. It's totally different. It's going to be real hard to find someone passionate to detail cars in general. Yes. I doubt any of my team members are passionate about detailing yeah. cars. Sigh. Oh, he freaking loves it. Yeah. Sigh loves it. Sigh I mean, Sigh, he, today, man, this, Sigh is amazing. He led this whole coat, like we did this massive RV and he coated the whole entire thing. He had two guys that helped him out and uh, he just, just ran the show. I mean, and we were over doing this trailer that was giving us a hard ass time, but he was just, I mean, and I knew I didn't go check on him one time. Right. I mean, he's co- I mean, this is a big pain. Like this is a money job, like thousands of dollars. Right. And I just, Hey man, there's your, there's your guys. You're going to code it. And he just knocked it out. He's got his own business too, though. Right. So, and, and that's the difference when you have somebody that might have their own business that, helps you out or something like that mm-hmm. that has the same passion that love detailing mm-hmm. and it's just not a, it's not a job it, it, so that's a question though are you let's look are you a business or are you a 
cash, recreational detailing. I call myself a business. Yeah. Um, be- did you do like the DBA or an LLC? Like, did you do any official paperwork? No, I, I, I have not. I've thought about doing that. Uh, technically, if you want to say technical terms, no, I'm not a business. But for me, I'm a business um, just because. You run it like a business. I run it like a business. I detail all the time. Um, I got two tomorrow. Trust me, <laughs> I get I get text messages <laughs> at random time. Hey man, can I get a <laughs> from Montez? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So yes, he does. If he details a lot of cars. I detail a lot of cars, and I detail by myself. But I mean, there's times when I can't I can't do them all just because I get people calling all the time. People on my Facebook page, hey, can you get me in? I I was recommended by this person. Um, can you do my car? I mean, I'm like, I don't know these people from Adam, and I like to know who recommended mm-hmm. a person just because sometimes I'll give a discount to the person that recommended because <clears throat> I have a, a friend of mine that has recommended several people to me, and I would give a discount to him, and I'll show him a lot of love just because that's business for me that's coming, and I'm steadily doing their vehicles at the same time, but um, – it's, it's, it's great, man. Um, I can't complain about it. Hmm. I like it. Man, I like it. that's, yeah. My mind's racing. <laughs> so I know you could do so much more with, with, with people under you, but. Yeah. That, yeah that's, 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 that's just my mentality, like, though. Like right. I, n- now it is. But, but you, what you're saying, I'm like, man, I was like, that was me. Literally. Mm-hmm. Charging like, I knew I wasn't charging enough. I could charge. You could charge so much more. You said right. that earlier. But I was like, man, I'm. This is cool, right? I'm good. I, I mean, I, I think I charge pretty decent. You probably do. I charge pretty you decent. Probably do. Could I charge more? Yes. Because and you. The thing that gets me, everybody wants a deal. Mm, I'm done. Every, I'm done. I'm done. I'm. 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 Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like Nib, this. I'm w- like, once I hear this that, close in their mouth, done. I'm done. No, I'm done. Yeah, because I'm like, listen, nope. Okay, just because I do this. I'm doing it on the side. It, I still love what I do. You're still going to get a, a respect me. phenomenal product. Respect me. Respect me. And if you go to a regular detail shop, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad or whatever. Guess what? They're not going to give you a deal. If you go get a windshield done at wherever, you're not going to get a deal. Nope. It's going to be what the price is. That's if it. you go to Macy's or Walmart, the price is the price. Why are you asking McDonald's to get you a deal? Yeah, are you gonna give it? <laughs> hey, should I get a? So why should you, as a detailer, give a deal or not? Well, no. Uh, go ahead. Well, I mean, you, should you give a deal? Mm, you shouldn't give a deal. What's a, I mean, deal is cut in your own pocket. Yeah, it's cutting in your own pocket. Literally. Now, I, I will say this: I've had friends that I've detailed their cars multiple times. The same person, ten times at least. I would give them a deal. Because it's a multiple, uh, this customer is a repeat customer. and So a repeat customer, you give a deal, but what about just somebody that calls? No. I, you know, I used to just because. You wanted the job. I wanted the job. It, it wasn't necessarily I wanted the job. It's, it's both. I wanted the job and we kind of knew him or something like that. Maybe my wife may, may have known him or something. But now I'm to the point where. I can't give deals. I spend a lot of time detailing. I'm good at what I do. 
I'm 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 not one of these guys that just started out that's been doing it for two or three, four or five years. I've been doing it for thirty years. I mean, regardless of me starting out at 14 years old, I've still been doing it for 30 years. I've worked with a lot of products a lot of people haven't staying worked with. Staying current in the industry, I'm what's going on, what's, what's new. Exactly. What's, yep. Exactly. Nice. So that's what I do. I'm, I'm, I try to keep up with you know, you, the you current know, you technology. You know your worth. Yes. You know your worth. Yes. And you can't discount that because I don't do it full time. I know right. my worth. That's I know my that's worth. You. Yeah, I like it. DJ, you're going to get some of mine since you I'm good, this. man. No, I'm good. Are, are, you, yeah. are you feeling that? <laughs> so you ain't ready for the Yeah, I was like, hold on. Well, I'm getting ready for oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. I was ready for it until you, like, you poured oh, it in man. my glass. Okay, back this to your This isn't a beer that you Back can, like, to your glass. Take it down. I drink mine, you he drink you his, want. you drink yours. And leave. Are you fool? My yeah. glass is empty. I don't even drink this stuff, and I'm telling you, I like it. Man, so Don't pour it in my glass. So, hey, okay. All I'm saying is I'm glad DJ only drank one. That means the other ones I had bought from you I get to enjoy so, tonight. So, so this is the deal. Uh-oh, they're, leaving the, they're leaving the warehouse fridge tonight. You better not forget them. They are not going to stay I'm here. having a bad week, my friend. So they, they had a six-beer flight of these different ones. Uh-huh. This oh, was, this, was, this was in the flight? This was in the flight. So you had right, 26 of these type of no, beers? No, no, not these. I had six of these. This was a, At this bar, it was only six of these type. He wants you to kill your beer. Yeah, I want you to kill your beer. I'm going to go rinse them. All right, so you said earlier, okay, in the flight there was 26. This was at a different bar. The 26 was at a different bar. My man, how did you keep up all night? So this was – so we drank a lot during that yeah. vacation. Uh, we, we went to a lot of different bars. You Ubered everywhere, didn't you? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> we, we did. <laughs> yeah, they Ubered we everywhere. It, it, was a, it was a group of us, and we Ubered. It was like two or three Ubers, um, but we Ubered everywhere. Um, but um, the Jive Vanilla is the one that's released once a year. This one right here. This one right here. And it's the cool can. I'm it keeping the can. Like, yeah, you should. Yes. This is one in our picture, too, we're going to take at the end of the podcast. But this looks like it should have THC in it. You would think that. From Colorado, in, 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 the, in the can, you guys can see it on, on the picture that we, we post, but... It's it's got the jo- it's got that co- the colors like the yes. green the yellow the red the oranges yes. like I'm like all it's right a cool I, can. I can't drink this <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't drink it yeah you definitely can't I drink definitely it I definitely can't drink it but this is uh, made with Jamaican coffee beans man it's is this uh, another stout yes it is but the flavor is is different hmm. Are are you ready for this? He's ready. Pour it up. Pour it up. I'll let you do the honors. Have you had it before at all? Yes. Oh, you have. Okay. I have. So you know what's going on. I have. All right. All right. My personal opinion is I like this a lot. Yeah. I like the one the barrel age a little we, bit better. The one we just drank. The one we just drank. It I was like really that a good. Better. It was good. It was really good for a stout. Man, I don't even like stouts at all, but that bourbon taste—it's like that happy medium between. Like, cause I like bourbon. I'm I'm a whiskey fan. Bur- like whiskey and bourbon, I, I, so they're kind of the same, right? So we need to get together then. Yeah, I already know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I have a nice collection, <laughs> and I have some buddies that have some serious collections. Yeah, yeah, we, we're gonna, yeah, we we're gonna kick it out uh, eventually. You know? No, man. One hundred percent, you can't. One hundred percent. I gotta do this even. Are you ready for this, Marty? I don't think you're ready. I'm born ready. Just take the rest of it. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Had the exact perfect amount. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so that's another barrel aged, um, another bourbon barrel, barrel aged. But it has, has they call it Jai Vanilla. It has a vanilla flavor, um, and of course, it's aged in the um, the bourbon barrels also, coffee and vanilla flavor. It's a pretty good. Um, I'm stout. I'm telling you, that last one, 12.9, let's just call it 13%. Like, it's <laughs> a 13% beer. Like, this is uh, a high. 14.3. Oh, this is a 14.3? 14.3. No wonder it says I think I'm baked. Ubering home tonight. <laughs> fully roasted. <laughs> I'm going to Uber home half in the office tonight. Fully roasted. I'm going to go ahead and park the truck in the shop. Uh, all right, cheers. 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 Thanks, man. I appreciate you grabbing this beer for us. No joke, man. No this problem. This is smoother. Is that's good, isn't it? You like that one better though? No, I like. Okay. Oh, so, you hold, hold on, on hold record. On, hold on. Just, I, right. I did say that. Now I was told after about a week it's better. Oh. I was told that from a, a friend of my brother-in-law's oh. that has had this beer that after a while it's way better. This is better than the first day I drank it. The, the release date. This oh, is well, sure. I mean, it's it's going to... Um, yes. It, it, what's it called? Uh, not ferment. It's already done its fermentation. It's going to age. It's going to continue... It's gonna this continue is amazing. To that is dark great. Dark beers will this continue to good. age over time. It's very good. In the can? It just yeah, ages. Yeah, it doesn't matter can or bottle. Because some of the... Remember that... I did a, uh, a peanut butter stout. Yeah. And it was kind of okay, but yeah. then as it aged, and we went and like, oh, let's just drink it. And it was like a year later, yeah. we were like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. So stouts do, dark beers will, they can. Interesting, they, very their interesting. flavors can continue to grow. I immediately taste the vanilla. Yes. Really? Yes. Th this is the beer that yes. I wanted you to get. Yeah. And and I mistakenly grabbed the other one. You And mm. you said, I want the. You're right. I messed it up. Barrel this is incredible. This is what I want you to buy. I should have just gotten one of each. That's I? what I thought. And I so that's the reason why I didn't drink this at home. Because I was like. Yeah, self-control. Unlike me. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I've had I, them I since would have, then. Yeah. Not, I would have. No. Sorry, There's Marty. There's a reason why I will not leave the extra ones that I bought. Oh. I will not leave them here. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will keep them. I already in the justified it. For when I am ready to I drink I already them. justified it. I'm like, right. I, I can just And they do these. not show up when I'm ready to drink them. And I have to text I just message want, one person. I just There's want, only one person. I just want 4% of that beer, man. all of I that. just want 4% of that beer. That's it. And. And it's completely wiped out. And so I'm like, hey, where's the beer? And then he's like, okay, I'll get more. And then he drinks all of the more beer. And I I'm do. Like, but what about the beer that you had, like, Hold drank on. from? How does this work? It's you drinking a lot of beer for community. I like beer. This this job vanilla is, is, is it's phenomenal. It's amazing. It is. It is. It I've could had be that we had a thirteen percent beer just a second no. ago. I've no, I've had this beer this two years. No, no, there's no Th way. This is an amazing beer. It's That's better a, than the berets. Okay, because uh, thirty I, seconds ago, you, it's the vanilla. That yes. vanilla and the vanilla. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it's yep. That's it. It, it smooths it, 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 it smooths yep. it out. That's yeah. why it's better. Yes. It's mm. a it's a tad bit smooth. Hey, for the only white guy in here, <laughs> vanilla smoothed it out. Oh, he, <laughs> yes. He he had vanilla. He had to get one in, yeah. 
Oh boy. Okay, Marty. You can have it. You're right. Thank we, you. We'll give that to you, Marty. The one vanilla in the room did the trick. But in another situation, <laughs> you're chopped liver, bro. Oh boy. Jive vanilla to hey. Billy. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the state of our industry. I think it would be a interesting topic coming from basically three different parts of our industry. Wow. Uh, as a mobile detailer turned car wash detailer turned um, chemical provider that then detailed for many, many years to be able to provide and grow a business, but now we've mostly transitioned into just mm -hmm. products to a mobile detailer that started out of the back of his car and has grown into the largest mobile detailing business in Oklahoma to a guy that details on the side that has enough work that is really like I got plenty of work and I'm doing everything like you've done it for 30 I'm plus cool, years. Bro. I think it would be an interesting discussion. Um, and Montez, I'm gonna throw you on the spot because I would love to learn from your aspect in 30 years of business, you know, whether it's on the side or whatever, you've detailed cars for 30 years and what you're doing now, let's look at what it was like and why do you think, and maybe you don't, but I would say you probably do, why do you think this is the best time for any detailer to be in business? Well, compared to um, years ago when I first started, uh, of course, you're detailing products are cheaper um people aren't inspecting as much yes they want a clean car but now with the technology and everything evolving over the years with the different products people want a cleaner car um and their expectations have gone up yes the expectations has gone up they want products to last longer they're always asked how long does this last um because they've heard from different different uh, detailers or different businesses, well, I can do this, I can do that, and it's going to last this long, it's going to last five years, it's going to last nine years or 20 years. However long these people tell them these products are going to last. Right. <laughs> I'm like just... 10-year screaming coating. Yes. So you come not, up with anything and say, hey, it's a fucking 10-year coating. Yes. Oh, man, it's a 10-year yes. coating. I mean, first of all, I understand you, you can have a 10-year coating if you want. Who's going to keep your car for 10 years? Mm. No, no, Not way. our client base. Hopefully not yours. <laughs> mine either. Yeah, exactly. My, my, mine, I mean, nobody's going to keep your car for 10 years. But it's just uh, over the years, I mean, from the products to uh, technology has changed. The expectations has changed from when I was doing it when, at a, when I was still in high school um, versus now. I mean, you're talking about using you going to the um, local store or Walmart or the Kmart or wherever you bought your products from. Kmart. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? That was over here, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> was there was 21st yeah. and what? Uh, yeah, 129. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or or the local hardware store and getting your products versus now you're going to uh, shop and getting your products. Yeah. And you can get them from your phone. Or you can get them from your phone. There's an app like, for like that. I did. You, there's an app for that. Just like I used last time. I used the app. I, I love the app. I but I just mean, <laughs> instead of having to go somewhere, you can get it from your phone. Whether you get it on a right. website or whether you, right. you know, whatever. Right. But, 
you know what I mean? I like coming local. I always tell guys, every every car I detail, they ask me about my products I'm used. I use local. Uh-huh. I specifically tell all my customers I use local just because I want them to know. I'm, it's Oklahoma, this guy, great products. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what you hear or whatever. I, I think I use the, the best products on the market. That's how I sell a lot of our cuttings, too. I mean, I, 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 I use that same... That same thing. I'm like, yeah, sure, we can do this brand that I brought in to Oklahoma. The first one to bring it in a long time ago. But honestly, one of the – no, but one of the first to bring a coating. I was one of the first to yeah. bring a ceramic like coating into Tulsa, in, into in Oklahoma. In the whole state. In the whole yeah. state. And there was a specific brand that I worked with. And it was a great, great brand. I mean, I loved it. I was, I, I drank the Kool Aid. I loved it. Like right. they, they were great. Like it was uh, the best thing since sliced cheese. And then like three, four years later, I'm like, this isn't really working how I'm selling it. I'm selling right. it like this, and it's not performing how I want it to. But I'm selling it at such a high price point. But I'm, I do a lot of maintenance details. So I, right. that means like weekly, every two weeks, once a month. So I'm I, actually seeing this stuff I do the all same. the time. I do the same. And I'm like. And they were changing formulas and all kinds of stuff, so maybe they got it right by now. They probably do. Who knows? They right. probably do, though. I mean, they have to have, but they're still, you know, a right. major company, so they're doing their thing. But man, when I brought this other one in, I'm like, hey, like this is local. I actually helped, to, like, I actually like had a piece of right. the initial phases of it. Like, yes, this is like this is it. This is the one. Ever since then, like lower price point, better results. Right. More coatings. Right. Yeah. Versus, you know, I mean, I used some products where it was the get before the ceramic coatings came out. It was you had, uh, you know, what I mean, the glaze and <laughs> glaze wax and yeah. and everything. It's the like word glaze is like no, hold on, that that word is just like wow. So glaze is two thousand and seven, <laughs> right? Some of our listeners don't know what 2007 That meant is. I was some graduating them, high school. Some of them mm. were Literally, way I graduated wet behind yeah, the yeah, years. Yeah. You <laughs> look super young, though. though. I know. This Until Marty, early in the podcast, he said, uh, uh, what's 1989? Uh, I was like, wow. I didn't know. Not the year that I was like, you look. Yeah, Montez, you don't look older You look. Like, you look really good. You look like you're like a couple. Like, yeah. you look young. And, and, like, and, no, 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 no. Young, young, young. I, I didn't even shave today, and I need a haircut. I see the yeah, grades, but you, you still, days. but you still look like right. You look young, super yeah. young. You look good. Yeah. You know, um, DJ's black don't crack. No, no, no. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just. My parents always told me black don't crack. Right, no, black I was do gonna, not hey, crack. Hey, give, give me like, some. Hey, like, hey, oh, uh, oh, sorry. Hey, man, you. Hey, is for, it because all the fucking lotion y'all put on? I put Shut on lotion oh, every day. Lotion. We got a glisten. Like, man, I'm ashy. Hey, we got a glisten. We got a glisten. We got a glisten. Man, what's yes, that? Yes, It's because of all the lotion. We got a hey, coconut oil, man. Oh. Hey, so you know that random lotion that showed up that was from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, hey Trey, hey DJ. Oh, I started handing. Now, lotion to everybody. I got this random lotion that just showed up because he got a really? package random, delivered yeah. to him that was shouldn't have been for him. Yeah, I shouldn't have been and nobody wanted like I was, uh, so I started handing out lotion to everybody. I started using it. It's awesome. 
Oh yeah, I put it on every morning. I put like. Oh, you understand lotion now? Now I understand so lotion. So you yeah. thought this whole time <laughs> lotion <laughs> was so <laughs> we didn't look ashy. No, lotion is so you can feel good. Yes. You feel moisturized. Yes. And your skin it feels yes. hydrated. Right, but I never saw ashy. I just saw like, because oh, you're freaking white. Because I'm white. I oh, my skin's I'm dry. Gonna tell, I'm gonna tell yeah. you No, you need lotion too, just like we do. Back in the day, my mom used to put powder on us. <laughs> I still use powder right to this day. When we tell you why Where because do you put powder on? i put it down my drawers there you go I was and say. i put it down <laughs> in my wife beater because it keeps you cool oh yeah it keeps the sweat keep from chafing it keep it from cha- no well i didn't shave chafe but it keeps you from the sweat sticking to you and at the same time you, you're still smelling good but the combination you fr- of yeah. you feel fresh Man, <laughs> my man. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy, I don't know Marty. About that. I don't I like this guy. That. You can learn a little something, Marty. We I'm borderline WT. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey. I'm just, a, just a little bit it's down from good, the, the. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. We love you, Marty. Yeah. I do a lot. So, DJ, industry-wise, why is this the best time to be in the industry? You can make as much as you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. True story. Go ahead. I won't interrupt you. Adam, that's a one-liner. Okay, I'm you're done. Okay, yeah. well, so I had a guy call me um, out of Oklahoma City. I was talking with him. We do that a lot. People DM, what should I charge? How should I do this? Oh, it's a, it's, sorry, it's, it's, it's the worst question ever. It is. But it's it's, it's my it's, it's my role to answer. Y- you definitely. I, I've, I've, no, said, oh, I've said, DM me, I'll help you. So when somebody – From your aspect, it's the worst question. Let me – because because I'm like, you can charge whatever you whatever you want, but I, I get caught up on the fact like, how do you not know your numbers to know what you should? Ch- I don't know. It's more of a business thing for me. I'm like, how do you? Why are you in business? For for me, if I had a shop, I would probably charge more. Yeah, because you have overhead expenses. The overhead expenses, but at the same time, I think I could give. I give a great product now at mobile detailing outside for most of the time. If I had a shop, I honestly think I could. You would. You should yes, because you're overhead. Yes. What, 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 I'm sorry. I cut you off earlier. No worries. Okay. I do that too. You definitely. I definitely that. always do. That's why I just sit here okay, and chill. Okay, good. Cause I was in chill mode. So um, he, I, I always answer the question 90% of the time, but most of the time I always answer the question, hey, what should I charge for applying such and such? what mood he's in. <laughs> Uh, it depends on where the ADD was at that time. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> but the majority of the time, I answer the question, well, what do you want to make per hour? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a great first question. It is. Because yep, it, it doesn't fucking matter what some other company tells you you've got to charge. You it you doesn't doing? matter what it like. Where are you at? Are you competing with someone or are you by yourself? Are you doing this or are you doing that? There's so many variables. I literally need a phone call. Call me. I say all the time. And they can't ever call. Uh, well, uh, I'll call you tomorrow work for you like yeah and i have phone tag i'm like i'm not phone tagging you right pick up like answer my phone call what are you talking about when people ask for advice and i ha- I say i can't answer that in a text oh well i, I do to, i need to know your variables yeah right. i can help you real quick just call me we'll figure it out after three texts it's a conversation I'm not, you gotta call me i'm not doing hey wait that. till you get the yes. two and a half minute voice no voice uh, message Marty, from me and dj send back and forth <laughs> <laughs> I listen to yours and listen to mine. I'm like, do you not hear? Oh, I didn't check it yet. That was yesterday. Dude. Anyway, 
I answer the questions. People ask me, so I could. Yeah, sure. you go. We've definitely gotten we're intoxicated. Um, we can't line us, but we're there. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I get messages. <laughs> I answer them. What'd you say the other day you when did. I got a I got a Dude. ting and you were like, "How do you?" I was like, "Man, I'm always on it." If somebody okay, sends so me a question, I answer the question. Like, uh, so that's Instagram, my service. We were, I was I posted an Instagram story or something. I tagged him like. Did you do you really have your notifications on? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck for, dude? Because people ask me questions, but you I want to answer, answer immediately. Them. Why? I do. I try. Ugh. I try and answer as quick as I can. So I had a guy from Oklahoma City send me a message. Hey man, what should I charge for such like such and such? Well, what do you want to make per hour? And he originally started at fifty. He wants to make fifty bucks an hour. Let's just stop there. And just go into the realm of the United States, and you can make 50 bucks an hour. Let's just start there. Because when I started in 2002 as a mobile detailer, no fucking way would I make 50 bucks an hour as a detailer. Absolutely not. Fifty bucks an hour for a detail. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Right. Maybe. Yes. So to today to get and to be able to make 50 bucks an hour, you said, you said multiple detailers do not have a college education. I don't. I don't. That's why I said, like, you said, you said, like, most detailers don't. No. My college education was a fucking joke. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Most of the time, college education is a joke. But... The way our society is formed, you have to get a college education to be able to then get a job, to then be able to then grow up through that job, and to be able to make That's some money. Why you said society? Society, and so most people in society cannot make fifty bucks an hour. There's no way. It's going to take a long time. I'm sorry. How do you make fifty? Bucks How do you hour? even make fifty? No, okay. yeah, it's not going to take a long time. Go it doesn't matter what fucking job you have like to be able to make fifty bucks an hour. Guys like me, though, fifty bucks an hour, great. But all the expenses incurred within the fifty bucks an hour, you're really making twelve, ten bucks, nine bucks an hour. Sometimes. Okay, I'm just saying. Story. I'm. You're right. As the business owner, you're right. At the end of the day, sometimes you're making nine, ten bucks an hour. And honestly, sometimes in some seasons, it's scary. I'm not making no money an hour. Right. But the conversation. Of just saying, what do you want to make an hour? And the the number that was thrown out was 50? <clears throat> As a detailer, <laughs> you're throwing out the number that you want to make 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. And right now when I say that, right now, people that are listening, there's some that will go, oh, five, I would love to make 50. Then there's some that will go, 50 bucks an hour, that's some fucking bull. Like, yeah. And you look at their shops, you look at the, what they've done, you look at how big that the they, the overhead, yeah, all we that. Big overhead. Yeah, we do. They w- would laugh at 50 bucks an hour. Right. right. Laugh. Because we're looking, I know what my guys make, I know what I need to make per, per guy per minute. Mm-hmm. Like, per minute, how much they need to make to be profitable. I know how much that is. Down to right. the minute they work. I know if I quote a job, I'm quoting based on per minute, per guy, per job, per like. And as a detailer, specific. you're trying to get more than fifty bucks an hour. I want thirty percent profit on everything I do. 
I know what my cost is per minute per guy per job. Right. So I charge for that. Okay. So this guy though started at fifty. And we're talking about a ceramic coating. And so we go further. We go, if you're gonna apply a ceramic coating, maybe you get a hundred bucks an hour. Absolutely. Who the f- <laughs> what industry are we in that you can make a hundred bucks an hour? We're doctors. We're lawyers. Well, I will say this, since y'all y'all bought a hundred dollars an hour up. Now, working for the railroad, I'm just saying, when we deadhead, which is going home in a van, I make $100 an hour. Because mm. generally, it's only from from point A to point B, from wherever, for the most part, we were at, if I go home in a van, it's usually $100 an hour. And? That's because if you look at the business model yes. of what all was brought in, what the expenses were, yes. like you got to look at it as a business. Yes, it's a big business. It's a massive business. But and you're basically saying that this multi million dollar. Billion in, dollar company. Is it billion? billion okay, bi- billion. Billions. Billion dollar company wants to pay you a hundred bucks an hour, and that's the same as an uneducated. Mm-hmm. When we say uneducated, it right. doesn't mean that you got a certificate of detailing Biden. from right. another company. Right. That you're not educated. You're certified from a an actual company. Right. But in the society realm, right? We're talking right. society. We're talking the U.S. This is not a jab. Mm. This is not anything. It's just society of industry. This billion-dollar company is paying you $100 an hour, and as a detailer, we mock and laugh at 50 and we want 100 and there's some people that own a shop that would laugh at 100 bucks an hour you're right so how could we ever think that there's more better time to be a detailer than absolutely now that is a for me i think it's a great time to be a detailer just because you can charge the, the prices what you want um my my thing is at this point in my career in my life, it's like if you don't want to pay for my services, then you don't need my services. You pay for what you get. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm, my motto is um, just because you can don't mean you should. Mm. And and if they want to no, use oof. you, they hey, should pay for that's it. Good. exactly. Sit, sit one more time. Just because you can don't mean you should. That's good. I need to hear that. For real. No, I did. That's yeah, good. Because, I mean, yes, you can go somewhere and you can get something Man. for $20. Yeah. It, I, I, <laughs> you can, I have a buddy of mine want me to detail his car. How's that it, work with friends, though? It, it doesn't work very good. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> now, now for, for most of my railroad guys, it's great. Don't get me wrong. They're cool. Because uh, they can, but yeah. I've, 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 you know. They can okay, afford it. The railroad guys can afford it. It's no big deal. I hate to put this out here. No, the railroad guys are cool. But for, I'm going to just put it it this way. Some people uh, are, they're from where you're from. mm -hmm. So it's like, it's different. You You feel what I'm saying? You want to do what? How much? 
Yeah, so man. it's like, man, I can go down the street and get my car done for twenty dollars. I'm like, Bro, okay, guess what? If you can get your your car my done time for twenty, is worth more than that. Yes. Go right ahead. Me going to wash your car is worth more than twenty bucks, bro. Come on, man. I'm not. That's not what I do. Yeah, for real. I I, I don't do nothing like that. So if you feel and you know my work, why would you insult me with? Well, I can go get my car done for twenty bucks versus. It's my point of where the industry's at. Think back thirty years. Think back ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. You would have taken that. Maybe. <laughs> you started with probably. Probably. You but started maybe. with probably. You ended with maybe. Thirty because years of ago. Maybe. Yes. Ten years 30 ago. Years you ago. probably would have too. I mean. Ten years ago, no. Ten years ago, no. But it's still recording. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah. But we should. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my point was. The where to me the biggest deal about the industry right now is we're in a massive bubble that detailers are making unheard of L- lawyer doctor money beyond mm-hmm. lawyer doctor yeah, oh money yes. on sometimes and so <laughs> for the guys that are like you mm-hmm. that listen for the guys that are super young that listen that. Man, struggle with should I do it or should I do this or should I do like now is the time. Yes. You should be making a unheard of amount of money, money right now because you don't know you don't know what's gonna happen in the next presidency. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know where the economy is going. You do not most of the people that are making that kind of money right now, they haven't gone through the 2008, 2009, 2010 depression. I went through that. Or, I guess, recession, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't know what it's like to have not as many people with a lot of money. And so they're making a good chunk of money right now. Right. Mm. They might not know what it's like. So you better get your money now. Man, But don't oh do it man. in a way. Preach. Do let, not let, preach. I come get on. it. Man, come on now. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let it get a 2020. Hey, hallelujah. Come on now, boy. Let's go. I, I wasn't uh, making no money. Hold on. I wasn't making <laughs> no money. Where's my towel? I got to wipe my forehead. I'm making some money. <laughs> I got to wipe. Come where's, on Where's now. Creflo? Where's Creflo? <laughs> <laughs> where's that, what's that, who's that big guy? I got to wipe my forehead now. Hold on. No, but if you're not making that money now, you've got to start. Right. Because you don't know what's going to happen next. I say that because I get, not only I get DMs with questions of, hey, how much should I charge? Which you might get. We get DMs of, hey, well, I'm working for some other like, and I want to start detailing. How do I do it? How do I do it? Like, there's plenty of guys, which is why I I wanted to emphasize that there's plenty of guys that might be working full time Mm -hmm. and kind of tabble with detailing on the side. So for me, in 2009, detailing is what kept me afloat. If I wasn't detailing. I could have probably lost my house. I bought my house hmm. in January of I'm 2009. With you. I'm with you. W- right when the economy crashed, I got furloughed at work. 
I wasn't making any money. I was furloughed for like four months, and but detailing is what absolutely kept me afloat. Me making money on the side because that's what I love and that's what I did. That's his story too. That's fair. So that's totally my story. That's literally yeah. That's his story. I would have been done if it wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. Wow. So me, the passion for detailing, thanks to my brother. I I mean I love it. All of my brothers detail their cars. My oldest brother, he used to work at a. he used to do working on vehicles, maintenance, and all that kind of stuff at a, a body shop. Not a body shop, but whatever they did with motors. <clears throat> He's a great detailer. My brother, that's right below him, that's who I started with. He's a phenomenal detailer. He taught me everything I know, and I took it to another level. And right to this day, he will probably tell you that I'm better than him just because of the technology. All right, segue. We're running way long. I get it. I got I got to say this though, because we're gonna have Rennie Doyle on in a couple weeks, and he's big on education. Totally get it. He's built a business on learning education and learning the processes. You're saying that you learned all your detailing, and hopefully we've heard from Luke. I think we're gonna have Luke, that episode Luke with Luke is coming on, who is teaching people how to detail on YouTube. We've had another guy that just came on recently that learned how to detail from YouTube. You're saying you learned your detailing from family, from brothers from, that detail. From that is brother. correct, yeah. from my brother. That's how I started out um, 30 years ago. Be, you l- define learned. Working on the weekends, he's telling me how to apply wax. He's, he's showing me how to apply tire dressing, um, he's doing one half of the car. He's doing one half of the car, and he's telling me whether or not my side looked better than his. Um, it's almost a competition on who looks the best. Are you doing the right job? Are you getting all the dirt out of the car when you're vacuuming? I mean, it's it was all about who was being the best. So I bring that up, and I'm so glad that that was your story because I recently have had this epiphany that it's not so much the journey. There's always the theory that – don't worry about your end game. It's the journey to get there. I've, I've kind of started to go, no. I think it's all about the end game of where you get. And it's not so much about the journey because one person's journey is going to be completely different than the next. Rennie's is going to be different than Luke's, yeah. who Luke is 40 years lo- younger. Dude, I don't even talk about it. That's crazy. He's 20 years younger than me. He's 10 years younger well, than you. 40 years younger than your Brittany, Your journey's different than mine. Right. Everybody's journey is different. So it's not so much about the journey. It's really about your where you want to go at the end. That is correct. And so learn however matches you. Mm-hmm. You learn from your brothers. Yes. There's people that will learn from YouTube. There's people that will learn from paying for a course at the end of the day learn whatever's best for you get to the end game where do you want to go and get there right i take pride in learning everybody yeah good job marty no that's been something that's that's really tight bucket around yeah that's been that's been something on my mind anyway we got to rate these beers we're winding down uh montez uh i mean it doesn't matter which one you want to Rate just we got to rain a beer. The, the Javanilla. We're rating Javanilla from Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues. One five. to five. 
Five being the best. Five yep, five being the best. Five. Yeah, I, my man. Five. Marshall. Well, I'm gonna rate both of them a five. They're definitely five. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this, there's this, no this, question. This both beers are a five. We have the guest in the studio. Studio. And he brought some good ass beer. Ten fifty. Ten fifty and Java vanilla ten fifty. Like vanilla. so really the only difference is the vanilla. That's it. Yeah. Literally, that's all I taste different. That, yeah, that's that's really the difference. That's it. Love it. And it's only released once a year. So the Java and vanilla is only once a year. The yes. ten fifty from Oscar Blues is a regular but you can only get it from Oscar Blues. Oscar Brewery. Blues, yes. And this uh, Javanella is made with Jamaican coffee beans. It's, it's great. That is incredible. This has been yeah. by far. Yeah. <laughs> the beer's beer. incredible. No, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. This is the point. This is the, the beautification of pints and polishing. This is it right here. This yeah, You're right. That's you're so right. true. A incredible it. two beers. Both are That's really it. good beers. Two beers. And good discussion. It's about like a detailing. Bud Light Platinum, or but this is this is great. Yeah. All right. So Montez, give us your social. I think you said if you're only you on wanna, Facebook. If you're looking to find you. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, so people can go check out what you do. They can, you know, look at you, all that stuff. What's your social? Like new car detailing. Is a black man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like new car detailing services. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, that's what I do. I'm not on Instagram. I just do Facebook and. I'm strictly word of mouth. Um, I'm not. I don't advertise or anything, just because I do have a regular job, and I appreciate my customers and what they offer me. So nice. And what I offer them. Yeah, and I think the takeaway for people is, you treat people right. That's it. Yes. You do long term. Yes. And you're gonna be good to go. That is absolutely correct. I, I love my customers. Simple as that. Yes. Boom. Mr. Patterson. Yes, Marty. Um, oh, social media handles. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <coughs> you guys come I think that beer got him. Yeah, it is. It's powerful. Yes, Marty. What do you need? What's I up, need boss? a blumpkin. Let's go. <laughs> Not give Montez, you, you know what a blumpkin is? Okay, listen. You guys can find me <laughs> at DJ Patterson on Instagram or at... <laughs> At MD, which is the business, but Instagram is where I'm at. At DJ Patterson, Marty, where do they find you, and uh, where do they receive Blumpkins at? Uh, they receive Blumpkins at Virtual Total Auto Solutions. Virtual Blumpkins <laughs> <laughs> at Total Personal Auto Marty Solutions L Hill, but I don't do a whole lot on there. It's, it's, it's mostly it. mostly on Total Auto Solutions. So speaking of Blumpkins, okay, dude. No, we're done. We're done. We're good. We're good. Podcast <laughs> over. I'm gonna hit end. Hopefully soon. We found out that Dude. one of the guys that DJ and I worked with, right. DJ and okay. I first met. Oh, the phone. <laughs> when That's DJ and I first met, I, I have run it back kind of, we've kind of gotten reconnected. Oh. Thomas. Thomas. Oh, is that next Hope, week? It's not next week. Oh, We're trying to get that together. It's not next week. Yeah, the week after? It, no, it's, it's going to be a little oh, bit. This is stupid. Um, Why are you, are you and the Blumpkin comes up from when Him. DJ and I. And Thomas and Joseph some other guys, yeah. You know, like you gotta understand, we were all at a car wash together. Like this was this was interesting, and I got introduced to Blumpkins, but not uh, you did not, one though, not on Once, a pr- right? no, I did, yeah, you did. <laughs> I did not. All do right, one. guys, let's get the podcast. Say. We will see you later. <laughs>